This is Power 102 Digital, the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. After the hour of 8 o'clock. Thank you, AV, for our news brief. Major news at noon. Welcome to the third hour of the Paul Breakfast Show on Paul 1 and 2 Digital. All right. Let's quickly take a look what the weather going to be like for today. There's a generally fair condition despite showers over a few areas. Nighttime will be mostly fair and cool. 22 degrees at Fiacco International Airport. 24 at Crown Point in Tobago. Love these cool mornings. I think, yes, it was the coolest in 2008. I don't mind it at all. Let's take a look at what's happening traffic-wise this morning. you got traffic coming out of Diggle Martin from Sierra Leone. The Diggle Martin main road is heavier. Um, and if you're taking the Mount Coco Road from uh, Regent's Gardens, Northwest Moorings towards uh, Diggle Martin Highway, yeah, you got a lot of traffic there. Long Ziggler Road, out of Maraval this morning, still. Out of Mocha, you got it. Coming on Lady Young Road, even before the double bend, you've got traffic. And halfway down to Santa Cruz to San Juan, also got it. Mova Junction, towards the lookout. Oh boy. It is still heavy. Eastern Main Road is heavy. From Arima Old Road. Heading straight towards Mova Junction, Priority Bus is also busy. Ibis Gardens, the Priority Bus route in Kirap, you've got it. Let's take a look at our cameras out at. Uh, Tyranny. That's what it's like getting on the energy. I'm just doing that there. Yeah, slow going. Slow going. Of course, I think that accident by uh, Lifestyle Motors is still there. I don't know how serious it is. I know police was on the scene. It's a minor accident. Should be cleared up by now. Oh, I got another one to tell you about. Oh, no. Yeah, minor accident westbound right by the interchange on the CRH. Uriah Butler Highway. So that's going to create a little backup there. This All right. Let's quick look at traffic and weather. I'll take a quick break. Come back with a nice track for you. Furniture Plus has a mattress sale for you. Get queen mattresses for just $899 and Serta pillows starting from only $80. Also, save hundreds on Sealy and Serta mattresses while stocks last. Check press and social media for details. Make them wonder. Make them wonder how you did it. Make them wonder. 
Your name, Pan Lions. Oh, yeah. I like this one. Goodbye, boy. What's your name? What's your name? Stage. All right. Hope you enjoyed that track from Pan Lions. Let me wheel it and come again. All right. Sound like a DJ there for a minute, boy. Felt proud. Hey, Footage Plus Carnival Countdown is on Shop Queen Mattresses from $899. Get Sita Perfect Rest Pillows from $80 and enjoy massive savings on Sita and Ceiling Mattresses limited time offer. Check press on social media for details. Thank you so much. Furniture Plus. All right, gentlemen, so we're back. Ten minutes after the hour of uh, 8 o'clock on this the last day of January. So we'll take some of your calls at 222-8255-612-8255. Toll free, North Americans, 866-525-1099. All right, don't forget our morning poll. Vote. It's on our mobile app and on our website. You can access it there. 
should the police officer captured on video in an altercation with a traffic warden be fired? Mm-mm-mm. All right. I see Richie is back. He's now transitioned into four wheels. And we are taking some of your calls. Yes, we can take some of your calls to the two talk to do to eight two five five North Americans toll free at eight six six five two five ten ninety nine people on the web and the app you but you can still send your messages. Yeah. All right, got a call. Good morning, caller. Morning. The problem with this place is everybody know what is taking place. The powers that be know what is to be done. Nobody isn't doing anything. Bring back the little prayers in the school. This is just the Ten Commandments they have to say. Uh-huh. And, and, um, well, so knowing the Ten Commandments will stop crime? That's what you're saying? I know, you know, not that, you know, Richard, when you, when you, like as an adult when certain things happen to you as an adult you just remember how you was brought up and if you're going to do the wrong thing and then you just think twice it wouldn't say so you think people don't know they're doing the wrong thing of course they know they're doing the wrong thing yes well well then if everybody think that way what is to be done it had somebody had to do something they need to pass some laws as quick as how they just pass it abroad you have enough laws the the issue is holding people accountable for, the, for, for whatever breaches they do. That's our problem. First of all, detection and accountability. And justice in a rapid time frame. Look at the issue with that, that police officer. He didn't have on a uniform, but he tell himself, you know, he have the power to do what, what he doing. He should be be home without pay. That was so ridiculous and ignorant. I don't know what other else word to use. The woman doing her mm. job, if she asked for the document, just hand her the document, but you want to operate like the big kahuna, want to throw the woman in can, all kind of nonsense. This is ridiculous. He shouldn't even be in the police service like that. Send him home permanently. That is what they need to do, but they come back out. They get to go home and sit down and get pay and come back out and do the same nonsense. People, they need to pass some laws, implement, implement, implement the laws. I am so disgusted with this place. I wish I could just go Ghana and sit down. Lord, Father, help me. Well, you could do that. You could do that. Nobody's stopping him, Miss Samson. You can do that. Try to write people work and or hook up with Wendell and go Ghana. <laughs> Nobody's stopping here. 222 Toll free. As I said, toll free. 866-525-1099. That's for our listeners, basically in North America. I used to always tell Dr. Job, I used to say, Dr. Job, your generation caused all the problems we inherited today. It started off with y'all. And what you all did post 1962. And he used to say, not me. The man arrested them. Not me. That is what he used to say. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. You know, I looked at that video 
And for at least seven minutes, that's, that's how long the, the video went, uh, of the policeman assaulting and attempting to kidnap the traffic warden. And I was thinking to myself, well, you know, he had to be pretty confident. I mean, this is not Durbasa Brandt race number four in the isolated part, you know, before there were streetlights. This is in Port of Spain. And all these cameras were around, people shouting and carrying on and whatnot. And, and he was still carrying on like that. So it seems to me that he had a level of confidence that he, he could do almost anything to anybody, anywhere, and get away with it. Now, of course, this wouldn't represent all policemen, but there's clearly an element of hooliganism, you know, criminal hooliganism in the police service, and, and, and we saw it represented there. Unless something very severe happened, like he is made to face all of the charges that are possible and at the maximum penalties, this is going to show up somewhere else again in another way, at another level, you know, in another place, another officer. They, they need to really stamp this out because this is merely the tip of the iceberg, for him to be that confident for that long and not check himself, wait a minute, you know, what am I doing here? This is going to go... And, 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 yeah, and, and you're very right, Mr. Mr. Pinal, in terms of how you're assessing it. And I'm just saying, going back to what I just said to Ms. Sampson, detection and accountability, those are the only things that really make an impact because one, he was detected because there are cameras all around. And now the next stage is accountability for your action. Unless that is but, the but you are, you are, matrix uh, point. You all are not... All right, thanks, Mr. Pinal. That, that he went into an ego mode that I am bad than everybody else here. That's exactly it. And, and my masculinity mm. is in question. And a young lady in the car. So everybody maybe, mm. that I is more man than everybody. And she will submit Hello? to me. Hi, morning. Morning. Yes, I looked at that video and I find that was a very stupid thing for that police officer to do. In other countries like America and some of these places and things, a traffic warden is considered a sacred cow. You tamper with them and thing, and they take you immediately. You know the law just. You, you don't know where they appear from, and they're just gone with you. You're supposed to give a traffic warden all the respect that you would give a, a law enforcement um, officer uh, in, the, in the form of a policeman. You can't, you can't play with them. There is a zero tolerance in trying to do um, interfere with um, traffic wardens abroad. Let me tell you what was interesting also. The woman hid her face in the car. She was embarrassed by the situation. Yeah. Yeah. All right. He was yeah, embarrassed by his behavior. Of course. I saw that part. 222-8255-612-8255. Toll for North Americans, 866-525-10999. All right. We are taking your calls. As we have towards 9 o'clock, of course, Sir Charles will be in at 9. And just to, again, let me remind you of our morning poll where we asked you, should the police officer captured on the 
now viral video in the altercation with a traffic warden be fired that's our poll all right you can vote on it a lot of votes so far very not much <clears throat> I think you should be part of that part of the criminality in this country mm -hmm. of course goes to how equitable the society is which is something i brought up with pastor Dutton. Dutton. um the equi equitability in the society how equitable is the society in how it's treated citizens that's a conversation that has to be had the issue of how people live where they live what kind of hope they have invested in the country you know i am a big advocate of the state has to build as rapidly as possible proper standard housing um to facilitate all of the unhoused or people um can get access to proper housing in this country when i go on when i watch the news every night and they, they show you and it's almost like every night on the news they show you places where people live and it's incredulous incredulous that in a country with so much wealth that we still have that kind of issue i'm sorry there are studies that show there are studies that show societies with the greatest disparity in wealth distribution of wealth have the greatest crime eh? yeah and studies and societies that have the the, the more egalitarian Distribution. Hi, good morning, guys. Good morning. Morning. I heard somebody said this morning on the panel that, um, you know, we need to fix and address some of the issues there in the academy, you know, the curriculum and so forth, and look at revising it to making um, a type of police more applicable to, you know, to avoid the likes of which it is we would have seen yesterday. But what I want to say is that the issue is not really so much with the curriculum, you know. The issue is with the our culture that presently exists within the police service itself because every young candidate <coughs> and prospective and hopeful police officer comes in as a blank slate. Everybody knows what their first interview would be like. You have the most, the best, the, 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 the best intentions in the world to go forward. You understand? Yeah, I, ain't really is, I ain't sure I agree with everybody coming with a blank slate. <laughs> no, no, what I'm saying is that, well, true, right to a point, but what I'm, what I'm really focusing on is that there's a culture as you turn out from the academy and you go into the police service itself and you hit your boots on the ground. There's a culture that pervades and, and exists within there that's passed on to the younger ones and them. And this is something that, you know, uh, exists within a lot of the older heads more so than anything else. And, and as much as you may want to fix the curriculum, is the culture that tends to brainwash these young ones when they come inside there, which is, gives way to the type of policing or the lack of the era we see today in today's society. All right, that's my contribution. Thank you. All right, Paul. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning, morning. Morning. Um, just to piggyback on what Richard just said about the state having to build affordable or proper houses and whatnot and uh, for the public. 
also in the case with these guys who have to be paid this money and the treatment that was meted out to them in the correctional facility there you have about almost an acre or more of land that was fenced wrong at golden grove up to now for how, how long that was done i don't know and the cost of that it, it, it cost an exorbitant sum Mm-hmm. Why could mm-hmm. they have built a proper prison system to house the people in a more humane? Because the country had the money at that point in time to, when that was spent. And that is just their line. I don't, I don't know for how many more years to come whether something will be done. Look at the size of that and, and the cost of that. The material defense that is a very expensive material. In That's that. very expensive. As one, one, one senior counsel told me once, the problem with the prison system is that prisoners can't vote. So that politicians don't see that spending money in that direction is any money that's worth the dollar back. So if you hold people in whatever ridiculous situations or conditions, it's fine. It's not something that they prioritize in the hierarchy of things in their minds. And and that's what has played out for decades in the prison system. I used to go to the prison system for years. And the incremental change is exactly that word incremental over a period of 10 years plus. The change that I saw, and, I, and it's more than 10 years, is incremental. And the and the, the prison officers when I ask them about it sometimes when I'm you know casually walking through with them and stuff to get to wherever I go I'm going to see prisoners and stuff like that. And they would say, Yeah. They they this tubes and say yes, this is the system. And they feel like nobody really cares about the prison system or cares about them because it's their working condition, eh? It might be where prisoners live, but it's also a working condition for prison officers. And so, fast forward to 2023 and you have a case where $20 million now has to be paid out in part due to the cruel and inhumane conditions in the prison system. I'm sorry, Mo, I, 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 this is a long incoming, quite frank. Long incoming. The next cases that you're going to get is that People are going to apply their records. Once you have been acquitted, should be expunged from the records of the GTPS. Any fingerprints on you should have any That's the next case that's going to come up at some point. Yeah. Ex- expunge my records. But we're still taking your calls. Two to two talk. Two to two eight two five five. North Americans eight six six five two five ten ninety nine. I see her husband ban she boy. Hmm. No, she called already for the morning. She but she usually call twice, and she usually call me directly. But I ain't gonna call for the last couple of days directly. Yeah. Fiddy husband well, take the phone from. We need to know your private business. Eh? We didn't need to know your private business. Yeah, I fear she husband ban she. Oh, I tell her she has overdoing it, you know, but she ain't taking me on. Oh, you come back with us. 
she tell me she um, can't do without talking to me and she don't care. She needs to talk to me and she don't care. I said, Gail, you need to understand you're a married woman. You, know, you have to be circumspecting oh, in your behavior and activities. Boy, you have to respect boy. your husband. Oh, boy. She didn't want to take me on. She said, I want what I want. I said, it can't be like that, Zina. You can't show all the years of marriage. Come on. Since you're very good at fiction, I want you to help me write a play. <laughs> <laughs> He's very good at fiction, apparently. I have some fiction to do this afternoon. <laughs> In the Red House. Are you heading up there today? I see Stuart Young just sent a, a release. I sent it to you guys. Who just sent what? Say that again, please. Stuart Young just sent me. Um, the Acting Attorney General and Minister of Legal Affairs, John Stuart R. Young, MP, has ordered an investigation into the circumstances surrounding the state's failure to file a defense in a civil action claiming malicious prosecution, which was brought by nine former accused who were charged and subject to a criminal trial for the kidnapping and murder of businesswoman Vindra Naipaul Coleman. The Office of the Attorney General and Ministry of Legal Affairs will be addressing this matter tomorrow at a press conference. This is dated today, so the press conference will be tomorrow. Paul? Paul? Oh, Paulie? Wait, wait, wait. I can't get him. Let me get somebody to get him. Apparently, he's gotten another call. No. <laughs> I don't know. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Polly. Zena is on the line. Good morning, Zena. Um, glorious Rob. When you call me, I to come. You see when yeah. all your... Oh, the bacchanal is sweet. In Not the, all your... Not all, all your... Get it straight. Paul. No. You just jump in the free too. Don't try that. No, I not an only thing, you know. No menage to our here at all. <laughs> Richard too. Good morning, Good morning, darling. Good morning, I, my I, dear. How are you? Make your person cough, sir, but now man coffee and he falls asleep. <laughs> you know where he is at the all at this hour, so so I don't know because I find it of late last week you haven't been as attentive as you normally are. Oh God, Paul! You got nothing to write this morning. Not like like he, like he up the game, morning. like he fighting to get back in in thing. Hmm? <laughs> well, well, I believe so. When I have that, there's a stronger, a younger opponent. I know much about the stronger. Yes, have to do that, you know. But I'm helping your marriage then. How are you saying? The competition always good, yeah. Competition is great. Aquinas Power. <laughs> good just like me, but younger. He trained better than me, but stronger. Miss <laughs> Power sing that? Yes. There's a man in my bed, dear you Philip. Know, you know that is my was my mother's favorite calypso. You see this pass on to you now. Oh God, gentlemen, putting all jokes aside. You see, just what um Paul, what you said this morning, I'm very worried for that that same case there. 
Well, people who get vindicated from whatever, will they now want to come to talk about the state of what they suffered in prison? They have the right. No, no, this has been the largest payment, but that has been happening before. It's true, because you know, it there has is, been. Because it has happened before. There is a thing called malicious prosecution that happens in terms of police officers arresting and charging people for nonsense. But listen to me. No, but this was nonsense. I hear you. But... They do it out of vengeance and stupidity, and the DPP's office allows it. Hear what? You know, you could remember when with that case there was some discrepancy um, with some some um, investigation. Could you all remember that? Hello? We're listening to you. I'm not so sure what so, you're talking about, Zina. Richard, there was a, there something came up with some information and somebody they suspected this. He was paid, maybe paid somebody to um, do something with the with the investigation and all that. There was somebody, it, it died a natural death. I didn't hear any, I didn't read anything further. But I read about it on the papers. Okay. You can't I, I mean, I can't remember. I can't remember which you what you're talking about. I can't remember the internet you're talking about. Yeah, no, I can't recall. But what I will say All is right. malicious prosecution is a very real thing. And it that really, sometimes then, police officers you, abuse could, their power could, and are yeah. vengeful in terms of how, how they charge but, people, inconvenience people. People go into prison sometimes, uh, go into the system, and eventually come out, you know, several days later, a month later, several days later. I know, and I when know they, I know and that when they're exonerated, they're entitled to take the state to court and sue for malicious prosecution and get some compensation. All right, but mm -hmm. hear me, hear me. I want to stick on that case. Um, didn't, didn't we read where someone of the guys that they had said how the body was cut up and buried, and then next thing he tell the police that they, 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 they get up back and treat in the sea and all. I read all that. I was following that story on the paper. You're talking so about the picture of my Paul Coleman case? Then. Yeah, yes. that's, that's what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. So what happened to all that? So wasn't some story told to the, to the police? Well, there was a lot I of DNA know, evidence. Remember, there was no body here. But there was a lot of DNA um, evidence. I remember DNA evidence featuring as a big part. And one of, of the fellas told what happened. So I am wondering why, why was there a, a serious case brought against these? I don't know, but, but I case, think that needs that case to be went on. Up. But let me tell you something, Zina. That case yeah. went on for a while because there were a lot of complex legal arguments and some of the arguments on DNA evidence. As I think at the time was the first time a lot of those arguments would Steve, be really stop that. Steve, we're, stop we're, it. I didn't do anything. But thank you, Zena. Uh, some calls. All right. I'm, gonna, I'm also going to leave. I'm going to let Charlo hold on for me a little bit. All right. <laughs> in the bedroom, so nasty and mean, telling me no, let God save the queen. Big just like you, but younger. I didn't hear you say Stronger, shouted louder. Harder, harder. <laughs> in my bedroom, he came on the bed. 
There you go, Zeno. There you go. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna skidoot for a little bit. I have somebody waiting on me. Um, so Charlo is gonna hold on for me. Charlo's holding on for me. That never happens. That never happens. All right. So we'll take this call and I'll talk to you guys by today tomorrow morning. Good morning, caller. In my bedroom, enjoying full view. Caller, good morning. Okay. Don't know what happened there. Good morning. Morning, gentlemen. Morning. Yes. Zina, we need to be careful on the radio because they're taking your voice for mine. They're like the queen. Because, hello? Hello? Go ahead, caller. Yes. Because yesterday I called and I told the guy I agree with what he said. And when he called in, he said, Who's that called there? That book. And Steve Khan, I think, say, oh, Richard, Richard. Miss Diggle Martin, I mean Zeno. So I want to let him know it wasn't Zeno. It was Miss Diggle Martin who complimented him on his contribution. So Zeno, girl, we got to be careful not to slander nobody because one or we could guess who. Anyway, let me move on. Um, this case, what Zeno said there just now, was so correct. I followed that case from the beginning to the end, just like the Dr. Narayanson case with Sean Paris. And I was amazed. I mean, Jesus, Lord. I mean, I don't know. Our prosecutions in this country real weak. Because I just be watching cases abroad, and the, the, the what is called them, the DA, they make sure, you just hear them, we can't go to court with that. And they go laugh we out the court. You've got to get... I mean, I don't know. Yes, there was... Well, Richard, it seems... Well, you could prosecute somebody. How do they call it? Circumstantial evidence, Richard. Am I correct? Circumstantial Hello? evidence? Yeah, well, In like how sense? they don't have a body. How they, how they, how they come up with pros, um, prosecuting these fellas? I mean, no, yes. But on the evidence yes. of the witnesses and whatever other evidence that it's, the state felt they had, mm -hmm. that they felt proved the case beyond reasonable doubt. But remember, oh. it's a jury. Yes. It's a jury that determines whether they guilty. find you guilty or not guilty. Or not, right. But, but the, two of the fellas, two of the guys are still in prisoner. Two of them I mean, still two in of prison? The, two oh, of I... the guys, not these nine, these nine were acquitted. Oh. But there were another two. Remember, Wait. it was 11 in all. Oh, Jesus and Christ. No. Wait. Eleven men to kill one woman, Lord Father. Well, the, well, the nine of them were acquitted, and these two, two remain. Wow. Two, uh, two, two are two, two weren't found not guilty. Two have to go back into the court system. Really? Wow. So what I'm asking, without a body, could you um, charge somebody for murder still, even though depending the body... on what kind of evidence they have? Yeah, Lord Father. Hmm. Jesus, wow. Remember your evidence, the simplicity, if you had to break it down, the simplicity of a criminal case, and I'm mm -hmm. saying simplicity, um, which mm -hmm. inverted commas, but the simplicity of a criminal case is the state proving beyond reasonable Don't doubt, doubt. Wow. That, that X or Y has, has committed the crime. Wow. The simplicity, on the other hand of the defense, mm -hmm. is to create enough doubt. 
mm. as to whether my client has done this act or not. And sometimes the doubt, and this is where malicious prosecution comes in, Mr. Gomati. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes, sometimes there is not even doubt. The overwhelming evidence is that this person did not do anything wrong. Oh. And the police still cross and the police and still charge. Charge with... And that's where you malicious know. prosecution comes into it. That, mm -hmm. that, the, that the police are being malicious in the prosecution. Mm -hmm. And that happens. Yeah. That mm -hmm. has happened and people have taken it to court and gotten compensation. Yeah, this is just a, this is just a high profile case of it. Exactly. And, and the state and in addition to which the state never entered the defense. Oh my god, because there was a case in Covine Road where I saw a guy got some money where they say he was involved in some shooting and I don't know if it was a murder. And he was by his girlfriend, looked out in the gallery, saw who run in and the police come and knock some you, you see, malicious again because when they held one of two of the guys, one of them said, you know, some people like to implicate you in thing, call his name. The man was nowhere there. And, you know, the police arrested him, and he mm -hmm. had a case in court. And I saw sometime is either last year, he won for that same malicious person. Jeez, you, my God. Thank you, Richard, for the info and for clearing um, dark areas. I, I, I don't know. This thing is unbelievable. The police need to be careful when they go in and arresting people without proper evidence. You can't be... I mean, there was another thing with a soldier guy, a big footballer. I think his father was a footballer and he be army. Call his name. The man, the man was nowhere there. But again, remember the case with Balira Maraj, the U.S. veteran? One of mm -hmm. the accused was saying he was in some training and the, the case ended up moving from Trinidad and went to the States because of his American citizenship. All the time, they couldn't get the, I think they was trying to get the roster because if you go on a course, anybody in the government service, when they send you on a course, you have to sign a register, uh, uh, you know, to show that you attended. And that guy kept saying, he was in a training course, but he partner called his name, and, and boy, I don't know. The case went to the state. The American guy, I think he came down here, the lawyer, trying to get an, an real drama. He can't even get that roster. What kind of madness is this? If a man was in a... That's why they tell people. Now, I used to get vexed. You go in an office and they were just signing and sign out. People don't understand how important that is because your name could call in something and you could prove but wait i was in guardian building or when power 102 you know so and that that lawyer was getting problems to get oh jesus christ our judiciary in a mess Fitzgerald hines bringing these experts who you say you're bringing from canada to help these people with doing this this judiciary if we need an overhaul y'all have a good day bye my money jumping up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Lots of people on, online, Richard. So talk. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. My money jumping How up. are you? I am good, Miss Samson. How are you? I'm fine. Uh, Richard, morning. I would morning. like to know if... <laughs> I would like to know if um, these guys went through any lie detector. 
because that should be important. That should be the last straw to put everyone on a lie detector to see if they're lying before they start to issue dollars. The lie detector, lie detector testimony is not is not um, admissible in court because it's unreliable. It, uh -huh. yep. But they had to have something else because if the name called somebody had to be there at some point in time. But say what? Well, that's why that's why the state has the burden of providing the evidence to prove somebody's guilt, and that's why you have a jury of your peers sitting down saying guilty or not guilty. Okay. Because you think somebody is guilty or you feel somebody is guilty, that is not justification that they are guilty. Somebody could be arrested and they say, oh, this man um, break in and raped three women. And they put a picture in his papers and Trinidadians are like, oh, do you see that guilty face? That is yeah. a face of a criminal. And they decide yeah. the man guilty. At this time, the man was by his girlfriend all night and have an alibi. But the police charge him anyway. I'm just giving a circumstance, of course. I'm yeah. making it up. It's and I'm true. just saying that, that the state has to, the system of justice has to operate on the basis of evidence. It can't be on the basis of feelings. I feel you guilty. That is why I told the lie detector should have worked there. But if it's not working, well, we have the quick. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks very much, Miss Sampson. Uh, it's not reliable. It's, it's like it's like some people on this morning show here. Hello, good morning. Yes, hello, hello, boy. You call me Lori, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they tell me come um, and deal with Richard and them. Yeah, um, that case. <laughs> that case. See that case, boy. Richard. Yeah. When you have when you have good lawyer, boy. When you have good lawyer, you most people. Lock up girls in jail and innocent boy because they can't pay a good lawyer boy. Well, that you can happen too. That, that can happen too, um, but um, because your representation can matter, I'm not saying no. Representation it always matters. It, it can it, because the issue comes down to, um, as I said, with the defense creating the doubt. Correct. That you are the client. Yeah. That that's really what the but that's what the really a defense attorney is trying to do, create this, doubt this, this, or show that there is doubt in terms of the yeah. in, in of the process. This case malicious, like like the whole set of evidence was fabricated. That what I say there. <laughs> they fabricated three quarter the evidence, hello. Yeah, so they don't have no submission of clear line of. Of guilt. Well, the, state, the, the, well the, the issue of these people filing this civil claim for um, these accused, well, former accused, filing this civil claim for malicious prosecution and criminal and human conditions in the prison system. The state, if they felt that it was not malicious prosecution and you could make the case, and of course, in a civil case, the, the burden of proof changes to be on the balance of probabilities. From rather yeah. than um, beyond reasonable doubt, which is a higher standard, it now Correct. goes to the balance of probabilities in a civil case, and and the issue then is, are uh, these in in terms of the state and a malicious prosecution claim, they can file a defense indicating why it is not malicious prosecution. 
and so, why so we, they felt that it was arguable. But the state did not put in any facts. So we were looking to see now that the Attorney General will not file a claim? What? Eh? I mean the Attorney General could file a claim. Uh, because the, um, the matter was the matter was already because no no defense was filed. It went to it went to the master for assessment of how much and, we paid, which is what right. which is right. which is what is, so therefore at the end of the whole matter. At the end of the whole matter, right? No, well, so Charles. So Charles, what do you call me? promoter. Or the promoter went and tried to talk to the police and the police say, oh, they have a case like that? Yeah, but here, go on. I will talk with you on that after 9 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to bring my, don't don't bring my show in them for a show. Yeah, don't bring my, my, my bacchanal in this hour. Don't bring your bacchanal. I am just a guest here for a few minutes. <laughs> but we you know, we're talking case talk this morning. Trinity. Yes, my lord. You see, All right, my lord. I am just a guest my, because Steve can't step out. So I'm not, well, I am. That's my goodly friend. I will have to take our leave. Okay, <laughs> no problem. Yeah, so as I was trying to explain to um, Trinity and, and all the other callers, um, Richard, that I am just a guest in the chair while Steve goes out to do his, his thing outside there. So I'm yeah, not, yeah. I am not going to do like some other people in office from the time you step out, they start to throw the furniture. <laughs> Hello, good morning. Charles, good morning. Good morning. I came to ask Richard a question. Richard? Yes. We assign now why, what is going Because we keep saying, and I, I of the um, feeling too, cases go on too long. Look how long that case was. Could you tell us the reason or, or have an idea why they can't start a case and go finish it like how we watch some of the cases in America? You fin deal with that case right now to the end. What does have to be with this people waiting in, in, in remand for so long? Why? I cannot understand it. So that's some the um People who could give evidence die. The person who concerning the whole case who could come and talk about it, they dead and gone. Something wrong, they're gone away. What it is, why we have to carry on one case for so many years and and um, up to now, as you say, two men still in jail in awaiting retrial or whatever for that. Mm -hmm. What causes it? You know, Why can't we just have a trial and done and men guilty or not guilty? Because your first problem is the backlog of criminal cases that has to be dealt with. But so why any that is what backlog in it? Right, but that's what I go and say. So, uh. the, so that any criminal case that comes up goes is really going into a queue. And that queue is affected by different things. Now there are there are criminal procedure rules that is trying to streamline the process to make it move faster. Um, but the efficiency of any, um, of any process depends on all of the players in the process doing what they have to do in a timely manner. And some of the timelines in the criminal procedure rules are established. Eh? 
But you're going to have a, for example, you're going to have a DPP's office that is going to say that they're under-resourced, they don't have enough human resource. Um, so a lot of the the input oh. is required from the DPP's office, and, and a lot of the input from the DPP's office is not timely in coming. Now, I'm a criminal lawyer, but I I know of what some of the things that happened. A criminal lawyer could, could probably um, weigh on it in more detail, but that's part of the problem. Because In addition because... to the backlog, uh, and, and and so I know this, the judiciary has been trying to to streamline it. The criminal procedure rules as one. You have judges' rules that and practice directions that come out from time to time to try and streamline this whole process to get things moving in a particular direction. Because I um, know at a point in time, the, the the chief justice said he was he took the is it a take away or he was fight down on that with the with the removal. Of um, what you call it, um, jury pre-trial now the, tr- the 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 investigation before the trial. What you call it there again? He was trying to shorten the time by not having inquiries. That's right. That's right. inquiries. Yeah. So that's about to happen. And and but what I'm saying is that all of this, all of the the rules and processes you put in place is only as good as the institutions that make up that process being efficient in themselves. Well, I don't know so if you understand what I'm saying. Yes, so the whole so you could, so, the whole so the, so, so the, you could streamline the processes to make yes. things make more sense, to get things to move faster, but it still has to rely on the institutional involvement of various arms being also efficient in fulfilling their roles in that process. Well, the whole thing breaks down to efficiency in different departments. Yes, so so so, and I'm saying the DPP has a problem. I'm not I'm not I'm not uh-huh. blanket I'm not blanket criticizing the, the, the right. DPP's office because I think part of their problem is resources and and particularly human resources because they have lost lost a lot of human resource. Um, over the years. Well, the government um, had to look into that so that we could get cases well, well, they've also hired, but they've also lost. And so I think that's a, a, a big deal. I mean, some of their, some of their, some of the more senior prosecutors move on. They, they go into judgeships. They go to the bench. And not only here, but in other, uh, other parts of the Caribbean. So they can lose valuable resources. Well, and fine. so Whatever it is, they have to fix it. They, they, they're taking yeah. too long with these prosecutions yeah. and people staying in remand too long. That is why the government now will have to pay all the kind of money when lawyers bring up those charges of, of um, inhumane thing in, in, in remand and, and all this kind of thing. I, I find this thing good. It's happening too long in Trinidad and Tobago. They need to watch how they're dealing out in, in, in bigger countries, especially the United States of America. You all are man known now for knowing. Like, for example, at police, that what went on there in, in, on that video. If it were in America, here no suspension, you know, they fire me immediately the next morning. Because I could remember I was in Arizona at one point, and the police ran down some woman, and they accused her of squeezing the lady's breast. And yes, she, they admitted that that was part of the, the, the feeling-down process to see if she had weapons. 
the police commissioner in that area fired them the very morning. So I don't but know what it takes. But the five police officers, yeah. But the five so police officers, in... what? I said the five police officers in the Tyrone Nichols case are already fired. Yeah, but I said this one here yesterday. He shouldn't be put on suspension with no pay. The, what, the, the incident that happened with the warden. They need to start well, to fire them one time. Well, well, we go through the process. We have to go through the due process route. Well, it's a of, due process of route. Of doing the investigation. The what I'm saying is an investigation can happen in a timely manner, and you can make a decision on that investigation one way or the other. Yeah. The, the police officer has but, his own rights. Like, if he's fired, he has his own rights to quit. Um, to litigate that if he figures right. it's unjust. Okay. But you can make the decision. But you can make the decision. Alright, but I love your drama off the stage as well. Not only on the stage. <laughs> just some, some good drama on this morning show. I love it. Go on, thanks. Okay, no problem. Thank you very much. Zena moving very quickly. Lots of people online there, Richard. You see as soon as I reach here what has happened. Hello, good morning. So Steve is at Steve is at Fulton. Francis, Steve ain't good at all. <laughs> Francis, Steve ain't good at all, right? Oh, you oh I never said that. Oh yes. Anyway, only lawyer tactics. Hello, good morning. Good morning, caller. Good morning, Richard. I have a question. Do you know who the Attorney General in office was at the time the malicious prosecution claim was filed? It would have to have been Faris Arawi. Okay, because that was, I was just wondering. That was in, uh, no, wait, let me check, eh? Let me check back in truth, because it's 2020 is what it was filed. And we in 2023. Yeah, it would have been far yeah. as... I think, I think something with the, with, the, with the judgment when it was filed, somewhere around 2016, you know. And far, it would and be the, very the actual... instructive. It would be extremely instructive. Well, Acting Attorney General and Minister of Legal Affairs Stuart Young has ordered an investigation into the circumstances surrounding the state's failure to further defense in the civil action claiming malicious prosecution, which was brought by the nine former accused, which, of course, did not have been awarded the 20, almost $20 million. So now Stuart Young, as Acting AG, has ordered an investigation. Now, after the fact? Okay. Because that, no, that information would be very instructive. Because if, in fact, yeah. the Attorney General in office was the lead counsel for the um, claimants, the nine accused, who are now acquitted. It would be very instructive if he was, even if he had departed office and his successor was in place, but if that um, regime was in office at the time, and he is now the, the lead attorney, senior counsel, and of course we know the cost of senior counsel, so um, I'm sure his fees didn't come cheap, um, I think there's a huge conflict, and it definitely would need. To no, be why is that? Because it, when he demitted office, there would have been an attorney general in office who could have taken up the case, the 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 the, the, the matter. Yes, but I think um, you know, there's you leave an um, empty office. Um, there's a, a bit of a stench, for want of a better word. Because well, there's, darling, I fully agree. There's stenches all around, but there was a substantive attorney general who could have picked up the matter. Well, I think it's certainly worthy of a very important um, investigation because that is this what what we're facing today is tragic. My heart bleeds for the for the family of Indra um, Naipaul. It really does. It is absolutely tragic, and I hope it is never repeated. 
You know what's interesting? These are two different things, you know. The men were freed, you know, and then brought a matter against the state. Yes, but, you know, I mean, the weight of the evidence, I mean, we know there are a lot of technicalities which could cause, you know, an acquittal, you know, in matters, right, of defendants and well, whatnot. And saying that, we don't de decide with the guilty already. Well, as I said, it certainly was a thorough, thorough investigation because in the end, a woman was tragically brutalized and murdered. The investigation is not on the, on the acquit, on the free, you know, the acquittal. The investigation is on the matter but brought by them against the yes. state. Yes, I am aware, but I'm saying that the tragedy of it all is if, in fact, you know, these people are indeed guilty. And I'm not saying that they are. They, are, they were acquitted. But it, it's tragic that the possibility exists that people could benefit from such a heinous crime. Thank you for choosing Power 102 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.